A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey everybody, hope you're all doing well. My name is Steven and this is the Storytime channel. We've got some I don't work here lady stories, so let's jump right into our first story of the day by Calvin Bastello. Boss doesn't need any help, then asks for help and bashes me later. Hi everyone, this is a long post. A long time coming, 10 years, so I've been stewing on this for a while. I hope this is a good fit here, but it could go other places. This is a story where I take continual punches to the gut before gaining my small victory. I worked for a place for just shy of 15 years, worked my way from chump to champ, and I was essentially tripped at the finish line. I put my heart and soul into this company because I believed in it and then the last two to three years because I would have a high-end position. The promise resulted in me returning to get my MBA because I'd bet the position itself would pay off big for the rest of my foreseeable career. Long story short, and not for this story, it didn't happen. Unbeknownst to me, an outsider, Susan, not working for the company, had been seating themselves in the minds of the board of directors and CEO for about a year as the perfect person to fill the role I'd have been working towards. News travels in the industry when someone is getting up in years ready to retire. When I say I was working towards this position, I mean the person that held this position started showing me their role, how to do certain aspects, and had me take over essential duties when they were gone. I even worked with her VP on some of these things to learn the ropes. It was intended I'd know how to do it so I could be an easy hire and slip right in. Details for another story, but in the end, Susan ended up getting the position, becoming my direct supervisor. To their credit, they were qualified for the job, but they weren't half as ambitious as the person they were replacing. And I actually knew and was already trained on how to do most of the duties of Susan's position. Combine my now salty butt with the fact that I had got an MBA for this position, the entire thing felt like a giant waste. Worse, I ended up having to show Susan how to do a few things. This is important for later. Unfortunately, Susan had a friend and distant relative that worked at my company. Her name was Candy. Candy was a buffoon. Good personality, but how do I put this? Not qualified to sharpen pencils. It's not that Candy was dumb, she just was incompetent. No confidence, no palpable skills, and needed hand-holding and help with every task she was assigned. It took her well over a year of basic Excel data entry before she felt confident doing it by herself, and even then she'd have a mistake and have to ask for help from a variety of people. Candy was hired in her late 30s, and she didn't know how to address an envelope or draft a letter. Susan asked her to make a promotional flyer for a small update on something internal, as in, take these bullet points and throw them in a cute one-page promo flyer. She worked two full days on it before she asked for help from lower employees. She was incapable of performing any basic office function, but when she managed to complete small, basic tasks, she was praised like you do a two-year-old for crapping in the toilet and not in their pants. To make matters worse, there was a position at the company which was essentially like a VP to Susan, but different. The VP could handle basic functions if Susan was off on vacation to keep things going, but they also had their own set of unique duties that no one else handled. And Susan should do if VP is gone, but ultimately never would because they were challenging and Susan wasn't ambitious, remember? 
VP and I were close colleagues and always on great terms. They wanted to work for another 7-10 to 10 years, after having put in 27 years, but was waiting to see how Susan worked out as the new person in charge of this part of the company. VP lasted two years after Susan was hired before retiring. VP told me I should apply for their job because if I was qualified for Susan's job, I sure as heck could do their job. I didn't want to do it as it was a slap in the face and I didn't want to get complacent, but VP said I should take it for now just for the pay bump and then I have something else to put on my resume. Solid VP gave solid advice, so I applied for it. Susan, of course, encouraged Candy to apply for it, and in a conversation I overheard, Candy was bragging to another co-worker that Susan had promised her the position, but Susan would go through the motions to quell employee anger, i.e. me. Longer story short, Candy got the position. So to recap, I not only didn't get the position of Susan's which I had worked up towards, been shown how to do the duties and had got an MBA to do it, and then I still wasn't the best candidate for the VP position. I should note other co-workers applied for the VP position that also would have been a better candidate than Candy. She was literally the least qualified of everyone that applied. I was perpetually angry during the entire Susan and Candy saga. When Susan was hired, I immediately started sending out resumes and only doubled my efforts when Candy was promoted. I found a comparable position to Susan's, aka my dream job, at another company. It happened to be that Susan also saw this position open, but on paper it wasn't a promotion, so she wasn't interested. She instead encouraged Candy to apply for it as it would be a jump up for her. And a huge jump up for me. On the day of the interview, I walked out after feeling confident I nailed it to see Candy waiting in reception. Candy's interview was lined up right after mine. I found afterwards that the interviewers wanted to compare two people from the same company to see if there was a difference. In the end, I got the position, one of the two final candidates, and Candy wasn't considered as one of them. I went back to work, gave my two weeks, and left. Now to get to the meat of the story. One of Susan's defining traits was she was confident and able to sell herself, thus how she got the job in the first place. Remember earlier when I said I had to show Susan how to perform a few roles when she was hired? Well, one of my larger duties was IT person. I handled all the IT affairs of the company, from server install to troubleshooting to networking. It's a full-time position to begin with, but I had other duties I had taken on slash given over the years, more akin to two to three people's jobs, which I had always worked through because I was working towards the position that Susan had took. So in the limited time I had left, and I had to take a few days off to burn time and line up things for the new job, I had to show Susan how to do things. For you IT people out there, I happened to be finishing up a big project to upgrade all employee computers. I was a good 85% done with this role, but there were some programs that needed setup via the server or advanced configuration that never got done. Plus little hiccups that sometimes takes minutes or sometimes takes hours to chase down and fix. I left instructions the best I could, but said you'd likely need to reach out to support, and I gave the number to a company I know, but Susan told me repeatedly she could figure it out and it wasn't a big issue. She would never demonstrate she wasn't capable of handling something. About a month and some change later, Susan calls me up to congratulate me on my new position and make small talk to ask how things are going, etc. She starts winding down the conversation to tell me if I ever need any help, she'd be happy to offer advice. Oh, by the way, 
She didn't see any information in my notes. But do I know where such and such information is at? What's the password for the server? How do I remote into that again? Oh, and since she's at it, was there instructions on how to get the archaic application working correctly with another application? Hey, half our security camera stopped working. Do you think they're unplugged? Nothing really important, just if I happen to know offhand. Well, I said, I documented the passwords down, network ports, specs, and different configuration procedures, but a lot of it was intrinsic on-the-job knowledge. Susan just stuttered and said, Oh, okay, um, I'm sure it's right here. Thanks anyways. Good luck. Let me know if you need help. Fast forward six months, new job is going great and turns out to be considerably better than demonstrated on paper and gave me the opportunity to advance further. I have a few friends that work for IT support companies and one day one mentions to me my old friend Susan. Oh, I ask? They said Susan had called them four to five months ago because they needed help setting up their machines. They were told that a guy they had set up the computers but didn't do a good job and left them with barely functional machines and a mess. Said Susan had set up a contract with the company and had been one of their most active clients trying to troubleshoot issues and still does to this date. They make a pretty good payday off the company now. I somewhat frequently bump into old co-workers at the company or clients. I did some project management tasks too. I've been told how it's a lot different trying to get problems fixed. Horrid IT issues or there's a lot more challenges now that my role was never filled and different people got small chunks. Sounds like a lot of people aren't very happy and a few more I worked there with quit and went somewhere else. All this has been years ago. Because of the industry I'm in, I bump into Susan or Candy now and then and they tell me how great things are going. Susan sounds like the epitome of the phrase fake it till you make it and they faked it so well that they made it so far that while on paper they're qualified, in reality and probably mentally they're not actually qualified. If you had dedicated so much focus and drive and ambition into this job trying to get that promotion, and then this for a lack of better words, faker gets the job over you and then hires their friend as their VP and you miss out on that job, would you be looking to just leave right away? Knowing that you're holding a lot of these core systems up yourself, let me know in the comments down below. This next story is by Los Laslan. He's not a doctor. Yes he is, I saw him on TV. So I've had a friend since college who's a great guy. I love him to pieces, but I've occasionally considered ending the friendship because his wife is so jarringly dumb. For the life of me, I do not know what he gets from her. Okay, I do, she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in real life, but even still, I don't know how he does it. She's sweet, she means well, but there are sandwiches more intellectually stimulating. A while back I had a friend visiting Camden and she was dropping her kids by to hang out with mine. I invited her to stay for a bite to eat because, yes, she's exquisitely dumb, but she's perfectly friendly. Camden's been trying to break into acting and he recently had a bit part on a TV medical drama. So I brought it up saying, Camden's just recently had a small role as a doctor on the show. She went, oh, that's so exciting, congratulations. That must not be easy to get a job there. So what kind of doctor are you? And he explained, oh, it was a very minor role. I didn't get a specialty or anything. I didn't even get a name. And she laughed and went, well, we all feel that way when we first start, regardless of what job. Just keep working hard and you'll get all that stuff over time. But don't sell yourself short. It's not easy to be a doctor. And he took the compliment and went into how he went about playing the role, the body language he tried to adopt for the intensive care unit, that sort of stuff. 
Then she cut him off and went, Actually, you know what, if you wouldn't mind, my son has actually had this oblong cyst developing on the small of his back for a couple weeks now. I'd really appreciate if you could take a look. So we both laughed, thinking she was joking, and I was impressed with her uncharacteristically high-level joke. But then she actually started to call her son over. It's just like her to start with a funny joke and then take it way too far. Camden, confused and weirded out by the whole thing, started saying, Oh, no, uh, they didn't teach us any medical stuff for the part. I can't, like, help you with this. I jumped in and changed the subject, but she left shortly after. I'd a long since given up on trying to explain to her why some jokes are funny and others are not, so I thought I'd let it be, even though she seemed kind of miffed when she left. Later, she came back to pick her kids up, and by then, Camden had gone home. As she was leaving, she remarked, You know, it was very rude of your friend to not at least look at my son's cyst. It would have taken him like 10 seconds. I hate how doctors think they're above helping anyone unless they're getting a check. Didn't they take an oath to always help anyone who needs medical advice or something? So as I processed the pure bitterness in her voice, I realized she genuinely and truly thought Camden was a medical doctor. So convinced I must be misunderstanding her, I further reiterated, No, no, he's an actor. He played a doctor on that show. You've seen the show. It's not a small production. It's like Grey's Anatomy or House. Everyone knows of it. And even angrier now, she said, Of course I have. I know all about it. It's one of the best hospitals in the country. Why do you think they put it on TV? Being in the spotlight like that, you think he'd try to be a little bit more professional with people? That's all I'm saying. The surreal mix of entitlement and delusion in her statement left me dumbstruck and I decided I must be misinterpreting this somehow. Because there was no way any grown adult who votes, drives, works, and has kids of her own is that stupid. Not even her. So I just let her leave rather than risk offending her or embarrassing myself. As soon as she was gone, I called my friend, her husband, to try and catch him before she was home. I relayed the whole series of events to him and his response? Oh that, yeah, it's a problem, but it's not entirely her fault. Oftentimes those shows use stories ripped off from the headlines of actual news, you know? So you can see why she gets mixed up sometimes. She bumped into Camden at my anniversary party not too long after and asked him, with genuine concern, if a character on the show who'd been in an accident, again, on the show, was recovering well. He tried telling her in plainer terms, I don't work there, I'm not a doctor, I just played one that one time. And she said she was so sorry to hear he'd been let go and where he was working now. So, if you wonder how our country ended up where we are, know that she has a bachelor's degree from an accredited college and holds a job with several subordinates and partial responsibility over our city's water supply. So, advocate for education reform whenever you can and enjoy these twilight years of the great American experiment. This lady cannot be real. This can't be real. This has to be like the most elaborate farce. This is all an experiment she's putting on, a a fake reality that she's trying to present to people, seeing how far people will go believing her. That's more believable than this overall story. OP mentioned in the comments other top highlights of hers include remarking how it's a sign that God loves America best because fireworks always happen on the 4th of July as if it's a natural phenomenon. Also stubbornly insisting on eating an actual rose off a cake because if it's on the cake it must be edible and calling poison control after taking baby aspirin because it's for babies, not adults. 
She must be very, very beautiful. <laughs> this next story is by a bear sniffed my head. Lady talks to the manager about my service, then goes to where I actually work and finds my manager. This happened years ago. I'm male at Walmart and a lady asks for help with a heavy item. I talked to her for a while, then continued to do my shopping. I went through checkout and the lady was talking to the manager, female by the registers. She pointed at me and the manager smiled. I walked up to them as the manager explained that he, OP, works at Wendy's. The lady was slightly embarrassed but we walked out together. I loaded the stuff into the back seat and talked to her husband that was waiting for her. She kept saying, you know, just like my great grandmother. The next day, my manager asked if I was the one that helped the lady at Walmart. There are a few of us with the same name. So I do a little nice thing and this lady goes out of her way to tell my manager about it and I remember it for the rest of my life. Well this was definitely a sweet little story. The lady got a little confused and it was a little embarrassing but OP made it a overall wholesome experience and got a nice little story to remember for the rest of their life. And our final story of the day is by Snoo21321, not a letter carrier. I live at a very large apartment complex. Where I work, you aren't allowed to lock up anything including personal items, so I have a man bag that has locks. I also take my lunch, so I typically have two large bags with me when I go home. I wear a hat because the sun is brutal where I live. The walk from my car to the mail is a good distance. The first thing I do when I get home is check the mail. When I get my mail, there is an envelope that looks odd. I'm standing outside the boxes trying to think where this could be from. Enter crazy lady. Crazy lady shouts at me from about 50 feet away. Have you boxed up all the mail? Me shouting, I'm not the postal clerk. What did you say? Me shouting louder, I'm not the postal clerk. Crazy lady starts walking towards me. Have you boxed up all the mail? I'm not the postal clerk. Then who are you? I live here and I'm checking my mail. Crazy lady almost to me. Are you stealing my mail? I live here and I'm checking my mail. I can see the mail bags. This is my work bag and lunch bag. Crazy lady two feet away. Do you have my mail or not? I live here and I'm checking my mail. Then why do you have the postal bags? This is my work bag and lunch bag. Crazy lady sighs loudly. Have you boxed up the mail or not? No, because I'm not the postal clerk. I toss the strange envelope in the apartment recycle mail bin and start to walk off. This is why I never get my mail on time. You mailmen are the worst. I continue to walk off as the woman just stands there yelling. This kind of comes off as like a bad comedy skit. There's just constant back and forth with the same answers over and over. And the varying distance effect also kind of helps the whole, Have you boxed up all the mail? I'm not a postal clerk. What? I'm not a postal clerk. Have you boxed up all the mail? I'm not the postal clerk. Stop asking me, lady. I'm not the postal clerk. This is why I never get my mail, blah, blah, blah. This lady is nuts. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So if you enjoyed the stories today, please consider giving the video a like. And if you haven't, subscribe and turn notifications on so you'll never miss an upcoming video. And if you had a favorite story of the day, let me know which one and why in the comments down below. But no matter what you did, whether it was liking, commenting, subscribing, whatever you did, thank you all so very much for supporting me right here on the Storytime channel. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and as always, I'll be back tomorrow with more Reddit stories right here on the Storytime channel.